Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to let you know I have a free on-demand masterclass called Five Steps to Writing a Novel Without Letting Perfectionism or Procrastination Get in the Way. In this free training, I cover things like where perfectionism comes from, how it's directly linked to procrastination, and what you can do right now to start making real progress with your writing. I also talk about the problem with popular plotting methods and how they can do more harm than good, especially if you're brand new to writing. And last but certainly not least, I share some of the most common mistakes I see writers make so you can avoid them and make this the year you finish your novel. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can sign up for free at savannagilbo.com forward slash training. One more time, that's savannagilbo.com forward slash training to get your hands on this free masterclass. And that's because usually it's precisely the information that you feel like you want to hold back from readers that would actually pull them into the story and make them want to know more if only they had that context on the page. Welcome to the Fiction Writing Made Easy podcast. My name is Savannah Gilbo, and I'm here to help you write a story that works. I want to prove to you that writing a novel doesn't have to be overwhelming. So each week, I'll bring you a brand new episode with simple, actionable, and step-by-step strategies that you can implement in your writing right away. So whether you're brand new to writing or more of a seasoned author looking to improve your craft, this podcast is for you. So pick up a pen and let's get started. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the five most common mistakes that I see writers make in their first five pages. So if you've ever gotten stuck on the first few pages of your draft, or if you like hearing about the common mistakes writers make so that you can avoid them, then I think you're going to like today's episode. But before we dive into the five most common mistakes, I wanted to tell you about a new workshop that I just created called How to Hook Your Readers in Your First Five Pages. In this workshop, I will teach you how to hook readers in the first five pages of your story so that they'll want to keep reading to find out what happens next. I'll also walk you through the five key elements that you need to include in your first five pages and show you how these five key elements manifest in the first five pages of The Hunger Games. So if you want to sign up or if you want to learn more about the workshop, you can head over to savannagilbo.com forward slash pages to learn more. Before we get into the five most common mistakes writers make in their opening pages, let's quickly talk about why the first five pages of a story are so important. So the first reason is that we only have a very small window to catch readers' attention and make them want to find out how the story is going to play out and how it's ultimately going to end. And if we don't catch their attention in the first three to five pages, then they're probably not going to keep reading the rest of the story. The second reason the first five pages of a story are so important is because when you send a draft to an agent or a publisher, they're normally going to ask you for the first five or ten pages so that they can get an overall sense of your story and your writing skill. And if those pages don't grab their attention, then they know the book isn't likely to grab the reader's attention either. So long story short, these first five pages of a story are super important. And because they're so important, I wanted to share some of the common mistakes I see all the time so that you can look out for them or avoid them in your own writing. Mistake number one is that there's not enough big picture context in the first five pages. So sometimes writers think that it's best to hold back information in an effort to kind of manipulate the reader or to make them curious. But in most cases, this just isn't the right way to go. And that's because when you purposely leave out context in order to make readers curious, it's almost always going to have the opposite effect and readers are going to end up feeling lost. So what you're going to want to do to avoid this mistake is to give readers all the context they need so that they have some notion of where the story is headed or why certain things are important. 
If you're a first-time writer, this is probably going to feel clunky and you're going to worry that you're being too obvious, but just trust me that it's the right thing to do. And that's because usually it's precisely the information that you feel like you want to hold back from readers that would actually pull them into the story and make them want to know more if only they had that context on the page. So long story short, don't hold back. The second mistake I see writers make in their first few pages is that they introduce the protagonist too late or they start the story with a character who isn't the protagonist. And this is a problem because when readers pick up a book, they're naturally going to look for someone to latch onto. So they want to know whose story this is, why things matter to that person, and why they should care about their story. And if you introduce your protagonist too late, that's just going to prevent readers from feeling engaged with your protagonist and with your story. If you introduce someone who's not your protagonist first, then readers are probably going to assume that that character is your protagonist. So you just want to be careful with this if you decide to hold off on introducing your protagonist on page one. What you'll want to do to avoid this mistake is introduce your protagonist as early as possible, ideally on page one. Now, that's not a hard and fast rule, but it's really great if you can introduce your protagonist on the first page of your story. And this seems to come more naturally to writers who write in first person because everything in the story is written from the protagonist's perspective. So if you're writing in third person, you're just going to want to be extra aware of introducing your protagonist to readers as soon as possible. The third really common mistake I see writers make in their opening pages is that there's a lot of action happening, but there's not really any context as to why things are happening or what things mean. So usually in this case, writers start their story with the most dramatic thing they can think of, like a car chase or an explosion or a shootout or something like that. But the thing is that this kind of action at the beginning of a story without having some of that big picture context like we talked about earlier is going to feel objectively dramatic and will probably end up being really boring for the reader. So what you'll want to do to avoid this mistake is to get your protagonist into some kind of meaningful action. And what I mean by that is you're going to want your protagonist to be active in these opening pages rather than passive. So you're going to want them to have a goal that they're pursuing, and you're going to want them to have a sense of agency over the decisions they make as they pursue that goal. This also means that you don't want to include large passages of backstory or world-building details either. Instead, you really want to focus on making your character take some kind of meaningful action or some kind of action that contributes to the global story. A lot of writers ask me, should I start on a normal day with my protagonist's life and then go into the main conflict of the story? And in almost all cases, my answer is no, you shouldn't, because you really want to start your story with the introduction of some kind of problem that forces your character to take action. And the reason you want to start with a problem is so readers know there is a problem, and then they can track how your character deals with that problem that's going to grow, escalate, and complicate all the way until the very end of your story. The fourth mistake I see writers make in their opening pages is that they dump a bunch of backstory or world-building details onto the reader to make sure the reader understands what's happening. So writers tend to think that readers have to know every single thing about their protagonist's past or every single thing about the world in order to understand what's about to happen in the story, and that's just not true. Info dumping like this is actually one of the worst things you can do in your opening pages because when you dump a bunch of information on the reader at once, there's nothing actually happening. So instead of something actually happening, you just have a bunch of information and that's not enough to pique the reader's interest and pull them into the story. 
So what you're going to want to do instead is weave relevant backstory or world building details into the story present. So as your protagonist navigates their world and interacts with people, places, and things, just make sure something in the present moment triggers whatever bit of backstory or world building information that you want to share. And that's how you're going to make these little bits of backstory or world building details feel like an organic part of your story. The fifth mistake I see writers make in their opening pages is that there's nothing at stake or sometimes there is something at stake, but it doesn't really matter in terms of the overall story. And this usually happens when a writer isn't sure what their protagonist wants or what their protagonist is all about. So if you don't know what your protagonist wants or what they stand to lose or gain as they pursue that thing they want, then it's going to be really hard for you to write your story. And this is actually one of the main reasons I see writers run out of steam or hit a wall when it comes down to actually write their story. Not only that, but when there's nothing at stake for your protagonist and when they don't have to make decisions around what they want given what's at stake, your draft is going to end up feeling like a collection of random things that happen versus a cohesive story that unfolds from start to finish. So what you're going to want to do to avoid this mistake is make sure it's clear what your protagonist wants why he or she wants it, and what's at stake if he or she doesn't get it. And if you're not sure what's at stake, you can look to your story's global genre for clues. So for example, in a romance story, love is what's going to be at stake. The protagonist is either going to lose or gain love over the course of the story. In a thriller, the protagonist's life is what's at stake. So they're either going to survive and live, or they're not going to survive and they're going to die. So whatever is typically at stake for your genre, you just want to take that and personalize it for your protagonist. So those are the top five mistakes I see writers make in their first three to five pages, and the good news is that all of them are completely avoidable if you do a little work up front. And if you'd like me to help you figure out the key elements your story needs to include in the first five pages, then come and check out my brand new workshop where I'll walk you through each of the five key elements and show you examples of how these elements show up in the first five pages of The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. You can learn more and enroll at savannahgilbo.com forward slash pages. Now let's quickly recap what those five mistakes are because I know we just covered a lot in a short amount of time. So mistake number one is that there is not enough big picture context. So what you want to do instead is make sure that you give readers all the context they need so that they have some kind of notion of where the story's headed and why certain things are important. Mistake number two is that the protagonist is either introduced too late or another character who isn't the protagonist is introduced first. So to avoid this, just make sure to introduce your protagonist as early as possible, ideally on the first page of your story if you can. Mistake number three is that there's a lot of action happening, but there's not really enough context to know why this action matters or why readers should care. So to avoid doing this, you're going to want to make sure that whatever action your protagonist is taking is meaningful and that it contributes to the global story. So again, that just means that your protagonist is active rather than passive and that they're working towards some kind of goal and that they have some sense of agency over what happens. This also means you don't want to include large passages of backstory or world building details either. Mistake number four is that there's too much info dumping or backstory or world building details included too soon. So what you'll want to do instead is weave relevant backstory or world building details into the present moment when something triggers that memory or gives you a reason to expand on something in the world. So make sure whatever bit of backstory you're including is triggered by something in the story present. Mistake number five is that there's nothing at stake or even if there is something at stake, it just doesn't really matter. 
So what you're going to want to do here is make sure it's clear what your protagonist wants, why he or she wants it, and make sure readers understand what's at stake if he or she doesn't get it. And that's it. Those are the five most common mistakes I see writers make in their first five pages and what to do instead so that you don't make these mistakes too. As a reminder, I have a brand new workshop all about hooking readers in the first five pages of your story. And if you want to learn more about that or if you want to enroll, you can go to savannagilbo.com forward slash pages for more information. So that's it for today's show. As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in and showing your support. If you want to check out any of the links I mentioned in this episode, you can find them over at savannagilbo.com forward slash podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the show because there's going to be another brand new episode coming out next week. If you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review. Your ratings and reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. And in turn, that helps this show get in front of more fiction writers just like you. So that's it for today's show. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing.